everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, Brennan McCullough, Matt Basta, and AJ Elker. It's nearly a full house. Uh, shout out to Mark, couldn't be here tonight, but maybe some other time. How's everybody doing? Uh, no particular order. Maybe he couldn't be here tonight. I don't know. I didn't talk to him, so maybe he could be here and we just didn't invite him. <laughs> I think no, there's a conspiracy. Uh, Mark and AJ are actually the same person. Everywhere um, you look. <laughs> oh, God. So it's like a Steve Urkel scenario? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. Have we made that? I feel like we made that. <laughs> Wait, which before. one of us would fucking be Stefan or Kel? Mark. Oh, that's a good question. I think, oh, I think he would be Stefan. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Mark is just too fucking weird for, to not be the guy that's obsessed with cheese. Uh, God damn it! True. Um, well, this is a video game podcast, and I'm gonna try to be a host. Who gets as the usual. girl? Because Mark is married, so whoever gets Laura. This is true. No, Steve gets Steve gets Laura. Okay, Stefan so I guess does Mark not. Steven. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I I'm forever alone. Oh Jesus, <laughs> we've established this on the show already. God damn it. Um, <laughs> What have we been playing canon. lately? Let's start with AJ. I feel like you're the person we haven't heard from in the longest time. Got a new computer, so I've uh, been like messing around with games on the computer a little bit. Nice. Uh, started playing WoW again, so that's pretty fun. Can we cool, get, uh, Doug, can you edit in tabs right here? Because uh, <laughs> any social life AJ had is now gone because of WoW. <laughs> um, it's coming back. <laughs> it's... Uh, I, I don't know. I I haven't been playing too many games. Like I've just been playing WoW pretty much. So, like that's basically it right now. That's fine. That's cool. Uh, like what level are you? Are did you start a new character? Yeah, I started a new character. Um, he's in the forties, I think. But uh, it's like I don't know. Like I'm not going as hard as I did when I was uh in college. Well, that's understandable. Which is weird, and it should be the reverse, I guess. But <laughs> What do you mean? I shouldn't have gone as hard in college. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> I mean, that's when you had, like, free time, kind of? I mean, like... I don't know, the I don't way know, my schedule works out, I have a lot of free time, so... Like, yeah. at least in part of the week. Yeah, most free time I ever had was in college, but... Then again, I was a communications major, so I didn't do shit. Um... That's fine. Were <laughs> <laughs> you going to try and defend communication majors? So, you know, well, I was going to talk about college. Then I was like, you know what? College, college is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad I made it out of that place. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all glad. College, yeah. college was okay. I was, glad, <laughs> I was glad to have experienced it, but God knows I'm not going back there anytime soon. Yeah, I'm, I hear that. I have I have recurring nightmares about going back to college. Like, I shit you guys not. Like, I'll wake <laughs> up at, like, four in the morning in a cold sweat, and it's like, oh, shit, it's, like, finals week, and I've forgotten to go to this class all semester long, and now I've got to take the final. I know nothing, and I don't have the book, and, like, the professor doesn't know my name, and so, like, I have to, like, sneak in and take the exam without anybody noticing so I can pass. That sounds it's, like it's a horrifying. really ridiculous video game. That'd be cool as fuck. It makes me very no, sad. No, it's horrible. <laughs> I've, this is some like Resident Evil level shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that dream a lot, like forgetting, you know, you're late for the final or something. I've never had that, and I don't know 
if it's, it's not even just that I'm late for the final. It's late for the final, and I haven't gone to the class for the entire semester, and I've completely forgotten that I was even enrolled. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like the whole the whole thing. It's yeah. the whole thing altogether. Yeah, because I feel like I have actually woken up, like, my paper was due, my class was at 8 a.m., and I woke up late, and I wake up at, like, I see the clock's, like, 10.30, I'm just like, ah, fuck it. Like, clearly I'm not going to make that up, so, and I roll back into bed. Yeah, no, uh, Matt doesn't, uh... Matt doesn't half-ass his dreams, that's for sure. Um, I remember... They're very vivid. Several occasions when I would come home back to our uh, our fucking dorm room, and he'd be speaking in his sleep and coding. Oh. Coding in his sleep. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course he and I'm not. I'm not joking. He would be legitimately coding in his sleep. Like, he would just start muttering strings of code. And he told me to wake him up on a couple a couple occasions, actually, so he could write it down. <laughs> <laughs> That's so ridiculous. That's only happened to me once where I've, like, dreamed in code. And I think there's actually a website with that uh, that URL. But regardless, um, I it was ridiculous because it was for a, a college project. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I don't know how I'm going to pull this off. And then I went to bed that night freaking dreamt like the perfect solution and it was like well duh that's of course what i should do and then i woke up and tried it and it worked and i was like what the fuck so that that was really crazy yeah the the freaky part is that all the code i was writing in my sleep in college was actually pinecast (laughs) it's a premise inexplicably oh god that would be that would be ridiculous god even matt's dreams are more productive than mine (laughs) (laughs) My dreams are like, wait a minute, why would Yogi Bear be wearing pants? That's silly. I'm like, and he also has a hat and tie. So it's like, why do you wear those? Jesus Christ. Um, well, then let's hear from Matt and see what kind of games you've been playing. I'm sure you've been busy with Pinecast and all that jazz. Oh, no, you're going to be. I, maybe you'll be disappointed that I've got so many games that I've been playing. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm just fucking made of games this week. So first things first, things first I've been playing this casual game. Um, I took my mom's iPad. So I bought my mom an iPad forever ago, um, and she loved it, and she used it forever. Um, and then she started complaining that it was too slow, and so I bought her a new one. Um, and so I took the old one, and my good tablet died uh, inexplicably. And so I've been using this iPad, this old-ass iPad, and I needed like a little casual game for it. And I'd been playing Sudoku on my other tablet, but um, I mean, it's Sudoku. So I went on the app store and I, I browsed around and I found this game called Lolo, L-O-L-O. Um, it's sort of weird. It's sort of like Candy Crush a little bit. I think it's called Lolo. Yeah, Lolo. It's a, it's a puzzle game. And the idea is like, if there's three adjacent tiles of the same color, you tap on them. And then it combines them all together into a new tile with the number of combined tiles. So like if you tap on like a segment of three adjacent blue tiles and you tap on it, it'll turn into one tile with the number three on it. When you pass the number 50, it turns into a, a, a navy blue tile with the number 50. And that will only join up with navy blue tiles. Um, and when you burst three navy blue tiles, it it does like a little explosion and you clear off a a chunk of the board. Um, So what ends up happening is uh, you sort of like match these colors, sort of like candy crush style. And you eventually like get all these little 50 blocks and you try and combine as many 50 blocks as you can. But what inevitably ends up happening is the screen fills up with single 
and like double adjacent colored tiles. Um, there's only four colors, right? Yellow, blue, pink, and then navy blue. Uh, so there's no, it, it's not like getting harder by adding more colors or anything. So it's very simple. It's very straightforward. The games usually last like a minute, two minutes, um, very much not hard. Uh, there are other game modes, but you have to unlock them by playing the game more and like uh, accumulating stars. I've been playing for fucking forever now, and I only have like 150 stars, which is perhaps really embarrassing because it's not a very large number. Um, Unless you're playing a fucking Mario game. Yeah, I, it's it's just really depressing. Um, I think in some of the other game modes, there's like other kinds of tiles and like other fun things to do. But for now, I'm just noobing it up. Um, I find it very fun. It's a great way to like spend 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Uh, It's free. There's ads, which isn't so thrilling, but I don't think it costs that much to get rid of the ads. So uh, I recommend it. I think it's good. Second game. um, I haven't been playing this one because it requires more than like two players to play. Uh, but I've been watching a lot of it on YouTube, and it's fucking hilarious to watch. It's called uh, We Need to Go Deeper. It's a new oh. game. Mm. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a game or no game game. Like, what and the you fuck? Need two that sounds very this? sexual. So, <laughs> you, you, well, I mean, well, I mean, to fair, you don't really need two people to play. You just <laughs> need something else. Jesus Christ! Your um, can only get so deep. Anyway, um, <laughs> you it, you play as the the crew of a submarine, um, and it's really neat. So ah. what you're so you start the game inside a submarine, and there's four stations. Um, so there's like a driver's seat, there's a, a battle station, um, there's the engine room, and then there's like a little bedroom. Um, so the bedroom you sleep to heal. Um, the driver's seat. Instead of being inside the submarine, you you get the view of being outside the submarine, and you get to like pilot the ship. The engine room, um, you choose how to uh, spend the ship's electricity. So you can turn on the headlight, you can activate the shields, um, you can give power to the engines, um, and what's the other one? There's another one. Oh, um, give power to the the guns. Um, and so you can, you can give like one power to the shields and you can absorb like one hit for a little while. Um, you give two power to the shields. You can absorb one hit, but you heal faster. Um, the headlight turns the headlight on, but that's sort of necessary because some of the levels have like no light and you need to have the headlight on the guns. You can give one power to the guns. It opens up like one torpedo bay, two power to the guns, two torpedo bays, three power to the guns, three torpedo bays. Um, when you're on the guns, somebody has to like go over to the t- the torpedoes, pick one up, carry it over to the torpedo bays, and load it. Um, and then somebody else sits in the torpedo booth, and you get a view outside the ship, and you get to fire the torpedoes. And all the while, if an enemy attacks the submarine, it can cause like little holes to open up inside the submarine, and water starts pouring in. So you have to go around with a, a monkey wrench and like hit the holes to like heal them up. If you get too many holes, like fish will start coming in the submarine and you have to like kill the fish. Uh, it's really neat. And like as the submarine is like tilting and tipping to like go downwards or go upwards, like inside the submarine, like everything's like wobbling around. Um, if you like bump <laughs> into the walls, like the inside of the submarine moves. 
So it's really neat because everybody inside the submarine can't see what's happening outside unless you're either manning the guns or piloting. Um, and if you're piloting or manning the guns, you can't see what's happening inside. So everybody has to work really closely as a team. Uh, there is a multiplayer lobby, so you can like play with people that you don't know. Uh, it's really, really cool. It's fun to watch. Uh, the only downside is it starts to get a little bit monotonous after like the first few levels. Um, there's other little fun things like there's these undersea caves where like you can park the submarine and then go into the cave and like attack these monsters and like get loot and stuff. Um, it's still, I, I forget whether it's like early access or what, but it's, it's still a very new game, very cool concept. Um, if you've got a group of people and you don't hate them, uh, I highly recommend it. You will hate them after playing it with them. Sounds like a nice you probably little, will nice hate them. resource management game. Yeah, it's still yeah, early a little access. bit. Yeah. Yeah. And so the third game, um, which is very much a resource management game is called oxygen, not included. Oh, yeah. this is yeah, this is by the same people that made the game Don't Starve. Oh, okay. um, it's a okay. it's a 2D platformer. And the idea is uh, the, the premise, I guess, is you are um, placed on this planet that's being terraformed and you appear underground from this printing machine, like this 3D printing machine, and you have a finite amount of oxygen. And so what you've got to do is like set up a little underground base um, build like beds and uh, like bathroom facilities and shower facilities and like ways of generating electricity. But everything you do has a, a, a cost and some sort of output. So for instance, like the bathrooms allow your characters to use the bathroom, but they generate like contaminated dirt. Um, and so then you can build like a machine to like process the contaminated dirt, but then that like generates methane or carbon dioxide or whatever. Um, you can build... Uh, a machine to purify the carbon dioxide into oxygen, uh, but it takes algae to do it. Um, you can build an algae terrarium, but it needs water. And so there's like all these like little things and you've got to like build this base and like get water and clean the water and like recycle water and um, clean the air and make sure that you have like enough air pressure and make sure that there's not like toxic gas in the air and mine minerals. It's really neat. It's If you've ever played Terraria, it's sort of like that, except much more um uh uh resource focused. Uh so Doug, I don't think you would be too thrilled with it. For the same reason that you yeah. don't play Minecraft. Um yeah. But certainly like if you're into like having a game where you can sit down and like maybe not necessarily take it easy, but um sort of take things slow and and um you know like there's a problem and then you fix the problem and then you identify other things, you sort of work towards a goal and there's a tech tree and um, if you're into that sort of thing, I very much recommend it. Uh, again, I don't know if it's early access. It, I think it's pre-alpha. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I can't find Or on Steam, it says it's available when it's ready. Like, so. Yeah, it's it, it's in a weird spot, but it's a very, very fun game. Um, did not expect to uh, enjoy it as much as I have. Well, that's nice when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And it's it's sort of got the same art style as Don't Starve. Um, so check it out. Yeah, it's uh, Kele. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but Kele Entertainment. They did, yeah, Don't Starve, Mark of the Ninja, Invisible Ink, which are all great games. So they yeah. they know what they're doing. It's, it's very, very cool. good. Matt, have you ever played Stardew Valley? <laughs> uh, you know, I've never played it myself, but I've watched some playthroughs to the point where, like, I've watched... 
like hundreds of episodes of Stardew Valley. <laughs> um, see, the thing is, like, I can't be bothered to do like I can't be bothered to play games where you have a routine, and the routine involves like just absurd minutia, right? So, like, you have to wake up in the morning, and then you have to pet all of your animals, and you have to feed your animals, then you have to go and water all your plants. And then you have to like go into town and do all these tasks. Like that to me is hell. I'm fine watching other people do it, right? Like it's a gr- you get it's a great thing, sort of thing to the minutia, but you don't enjoy being in the minutia. Well, it's it's great because it's it's the sort of thing that I can like put on in the background and like code with, um, mm. or like I can put on while I'm eating breakfast. And like if I go and like clean the cat's litter box or whatever, like I'm not going to miss anything, you know? Like there's nothing that's going to like jump out and be like a massive surprise, but like. You know when like somebody's gonna go turn in like an artifact to fucking Gunther at the museum or whatever, and you know get some sort God, of you reward. You have watched a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> you have townspeople memorized. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, there's uh, I think there are maybe 28 <laughs> people in the entire game. So yeah, I, I mean, I've I've watched a bunch of different people play. Um, there's one guy that that I back on Patreon that played it for a long time and. I, he was sort of good at it because he's not very good at games, um, but he's good at sort of like maximizing something once he's figured it out. So like he figured out how to like build the optimal setup with like sprinklers. So he was able to like sort of automate his farms to the point where, you know, all he had to do was just harvest it. And then he sort of got like the things that harvested for him so that he he managed to progress past all the grindy bits. Um, one of the other guys that I watched play it, um, he's more entertaining to listen to than to, to watch. So like he's trying to like, <laughs> he's trying to date uh, Pam. Who's like this alcoholic that lives in a trailer. Oh, I know Pam. I married her daughter <laughs> in my playthrough. <laughs> what the fuck is happening right now? It's yeah, it's, it's bizarre. He's, he's like trying to woo Pam by like giving her mayonnaise every day. Cause he's got like an egg farm set up. <laughs> oh my Wait, God. Wait, is that a euphemism? Sounds ridiculous. No, 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 no. You can make, no, uh, you can make, you mayonnaise, can make mayonnaise by putting eggs in like uh, some sort of like in a, fucking the mayonnaise machine. Yeah, there's a there's a literal yeah. mayonnaise churn. Basically, <laughs> you put eggs in there and it turns into mayonnaise. This isn't any less of a euphemism than before. No, no, you're, it's about you're the same. churning the mayonnaise to get putting eggs. You're in not it, even like, churning it. Like you're literally, putting in you walk the work. up to the mayonnaise machine, you put the egg in, and you walk away. And if you put a small egg in, you get a regular mayonnaise. If you put a large egg in, you get a gold star mayonnaise. Like, that's it. That's, that's like, the extent of the complexity of this game. The worst part is, I can't imagine a drunk person liking mayonnaise very much. Like, <laughs> I know I mayonnaise I is, like, the least of- appealing <laughs> food to me when I'm drinking. Like, that's the well, first so the thing to part, make me this- yarts is mayonnaise. How am I going to woo this girl with a condiment? Yeah, this guy's streaming on Twitch, and, like, there's people in the Twitch chat that are like, my girlfriend has like a hundred plus hours on Stardew Valley and she's yelling over my shoulder as I watch this to like bring Pam beer. And he's like, I don't have any beer and I don't plan on getting it. So <laughs> she better, she better deal with the mayonnaise that I give her. <laughs> Is this how you woo Pam? It's like, I don't know, but I'm going to keep, well, I mean, it. you can brew beer and Listen, stuff and that's like one of her, beer. one of her like choice items. Cause she's a drunk. So Yeah. It's also funny because her like her, her trailer sad. has like all this, it has all this like, trash around it. Like there's all these tin cans and like like beat up tires and shit just hanging out around her trailer, and you can't really clean it up. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! Uh, wooing, uh, wooing her daughter. I was her name Penny. Uh, she's the school teacher for the town's like two children, and uh, 
one of the because you get little cutscenes as you go through wooing people in the game. Like as you build up relationship points with each person, you get a cutscene um, as you hit different landmarks. And one of them is you go yeah. to the trailer and you offer to like help clean up the trailer with her. And then Pam come home, Cam comes home and like freaks out because uh, some stranger is cleaning up her house or whatever. And then there's like a uh, an aside between her and Penny where they talk about like, listen, I don't, I just don't want you like having inviting people over and like cleaning up our garbage and stuff. Like it's our mess to worry about. It's it, the, the two of them have like a really interesting story actually. And I, I really yeah. tip my hat to the guy who made that game because he did it almost single handedly. Well, it's, the thing that I like the most about Stardew Valley is that like, it comes off as sort of like a, a kid's game, like a very harvest not, moon style game at all. But there's a lot of really dark themes in it, you know, like, um, like the fucking mayor is like sleeping with like some Marnie. teenage girl, <laughs> you know, he's sleeping. Oh, she's God. not a teenage. Nice. She's like, um, like well, early thirties. Like- <laughs> uh, she's like a farm lady. <laughs> Named well, Marty. wait, not teenage to mid thirties. No, she's she's like she's, she's like she's of marriageable like 20s. age. I mean, I don't know about 19 that. She's is pretty young. Age. All right, all right, all right. Little right. perspective wise, she's let's say she's like a millennial. If she's if she's around, <laughs> she owns her own fucking farm. I mean, I guess like it makes the, your main character does too. But he got it from his grandpa. She, I don't. They don't say where Marnie got her farm from. Um, she owns Marty's, a livestock. Marnie's like twenty two. And like the fucking mayor's in his like fifties. Yeah, I don't know. There's and, like, a quest he left where you, his, he leaves his undies in her bedroom. You have to go. <laughs> yeah. What? But then, but then, like you can go. So if you become good enough friends with somebody, you can go into their bedroom, which is weird. And but, that's like, how you get thing. the underwear back for the mayor. He asks well, you yeah. to get it, and he doesn't explain you, why oh they're there. If you go into the bedroom and you like, you can look in her dresser, like rummage through her dresser, and there's like her dresses, and then like one mysterious soiled pair of of uh suspenders <laughs> not suspenders uh, uh coveralls <laughs> it's like it's implied that it's like his and he sort of like moved in a little bit it's it's weird oh dude uh i watched someone uh on a playthrough because there's one of the and during one of they have festivals in each season and one of the festivals is mm-hmm. you sort of present the crops that you have uh your best crop yeah, yeah. the year he uh, he held onto the shorts and had those as the only display item in his uh, his <laughs> thing. And the fucking creator of the game programmed it to recognize that the shorts were there. The mayor oh like freaked out on his character. He's like, "Hey, those are private." Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. that's amazing. He programmed so much shit into that game. If you're playing this, this is a very in depth like, diverse, like, farm simulator sort of game. And if you're just watching it, it is a great soap opera. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. No, it's oh, the, amazing. the game gets fucking buck wild. It's so good. Yeah. And it's out on all the major consoles, and it's gonna be out on Switch, too. Which, see ya! Never see me again. Like, I'll but have that... Have and- <laughs> yeah, I know, I have it, I have it already, but I'm going to be getting it on Switch, obviously, so I can bring I it with me everywhere. I with buying games you already own. <laughs> But the thing is, all right, quick aside, it's kind of funny. I saw an article, or actually, no, it was Colin Moriarty was tweeting about it, about, like, this prototype image of, like, what Sony basically created what the Switch is, in, and or they didn't create it. They had a patent for it back in 2015. So they had the idea of, yeah, essentially a tablet with detachable controllers on either side, and it looks almost identical to the Switch. Well, and, and, in fairness, yeah. in fairness, that's basically what the Wii U controller is. I was going to say, if anything they got it after the wii u yeah 
that's uh, fair and understandable. But the thing is, another thing I heard on their podcast, they were contemplating like, is Stony even going to remain in the handheld like scene, so to speak? And if they are, do you think they're going to release something like that? And then that's really going to kind of put Nintendo in a weird uh, spot because they'll be like, oh, they're not really a console because this Nintendo Switch, they're they're selling it as a console, but it is going to be more or less like a mobile, like it's not handheld. Well, it is, it is handheld. So I don't know. Well, here, here's the thing. This is the, this is the dirty bass, a hot take oh, coming yes, at, coming at you hot and fast. So I don't like that at all. First things first. Number one, number one, Sony is getting out of the handhelds market. Here's why. They are bleeding money, Mm -hmm. right? Faster than you can even imagine. Their gaming division has failed over and over and over, not on technical grounds, right? Their hardware and, and the programming behind the hardware is solid. The problem that they face is a marketing and sales problem, right? They need to get their community on board. They need to get developers on board. They need to like actually fucking pitch this thing. They need to get it in the hands of people that actually want to play these games. And they have done a piss poor job of that. And there's nothing you can do to fix that short of just spending more money, which the execs don't want to hear. If you, if I was a like the head of Sony and I was like talking about literally billions of dollars going down the drain, I would say you had your shot with the last five mobile consoles that you guys have tried to push, and they have all been what's effectively massive failures. The Vita was an amazing handheld console that they missed every fucking opportunity to sell. Wait, though, it sold more than the Wii U. The yeah, Vita. because the Wii U um, sold like 12. Yeah, that's just because like yeah. there were five people in the U.S. that bought the Wii U. Well, I just think it's funny that you're critiquing them so hard. I I agree that the Vita wasn't like a stellar success for them, but dude, not not no, it's not even about being a stellar or not. It was a catastrophic failure for the company. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it, I I saw an article where it said like, oh, the video game business side of Sony is actually doing very well. Yeah, the like, PlayStation side, yeah, their console sales are amazing. Exactly, but when it comes to like movies and shit, like it's completely oh, like, well, they're in a shit too. Plummeting. Like oh yeah, uh, so here's the thing. Well. Sony is a multi-billion-dollar corporate mega corporation, right? They make cameras for filming movies. They make TVs. They make all manner of personal electronic devices, right? Like up until recently, they made phones. This is not a company that is short on cash or direction, right? Like they can do whatever the fuck they want. But when it comes time for a corporate executive to sign a check to say, we're going to build another handheld console, when the last five, six, seven of them have effectively flopped in every way imaginable, no, nobody's, nobody's going to green like that, right? Like they're, They've run out of excuses. The last console has been, the, the Vita has been a, a massive failure. They look at the Switch and they say, we can't compete with that, right? So- Hot take number two: The Nintendo Switch is a console. It will be the it, it'll be like the skipped generation version of Windows, right? Like everybody skipped Windows Eight, everybody skipped Windows Vista, everybody skipped Windows ME. The Wii U was the generation of console that everybody skipped. Yeah, and no, Nintendo sort of ran up against this barrier where they had the DS, and then they had the 3DS, and then they had the 2DS. 
And they've had like all these weird like variants on the DS. People are sick of buying DSs, right? If you have a DS, you're not going <laughs> to buy a shit. different DS. The, the Switch is Nintendo's answer to both sides of the equation. They get to sell one device in the same way that they sold the Wii, right? I imagine that when they, the Switch goes on sale, they're going to sell it with like a console variant and then the non-console variant, but you can buy components for either to turn either one into the other one. And it makes so much sense for them, right? It's got the computing power of a, of a, 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 of a console. standard tethered to your TV console, but then it's got the flexibility of a handheld console. I can guarantee you that a year from now, you're going to walk down the street and you're going to see kids running around with, with Nintendo Switches in hand, right? They have so much opportunity to take console functionality that has traditionally been limited to the living room and moving it outdoors to where handhelds have been. You get to, to bring these games with you um, in, in ways that haven't been done before. They're forcing game developers to think about mobile form factors in ways that they haven't thought about them before. They're bringing back a great idea that they had with the GameCube that nobody took advantage of because of the, the cost of getting started. Um, just this week, it was announced that uh, the, the dev kit for the Switch is $500. Wow. Anybody can buy this dev kit, that's right? That's a lot cheaper like you, than I would have thought. And fucking, as far as I'm aware... It's clown shoes, it's nothing. Yeah, exactly. It, it, as far as I'm aware, uh, you don't even need like a license or, or whatever to, to actually get one of these uh, dev kits. So, you know, as far as that goes, imagine it, you know, Stardew Valley coming to the Switch. Well, guess what? It's, it's going to have the mobile form factor. It's going to have the, the console form factor. Developers can add functionality for when you're tethered at home. They can add functionality for when you're out, you know, on the go. It's already if set you, up. To, it's already coming out there. It's already on the, exactly. it's on the website. I'm super jazzed. Yep. Fundamentally, this also fixes the biggest problem that Nintendo has faced in the last decade. That problem is multiplayer gaming. Multiplayer gaming mm-hmm. has ultimately failed with every Nintendo console since the Game Boy Color. And the reason why is... Once they added internet support to the GameCube, nobody could use it because there was no way of directly pairing one GameCube with another, right? Every game had to build its own online services. The Wii came out. You needed a fucking 16-digit friend code to, to actually play a game with your friends. And then guess what? There was no voice chat. Even to this day, there's no built-in voice chat for most, if not all, Nintendo games, right? The only way that... Uh, uh, like actually friending somebody has worked is with like the Wi-Fi features of the DS. But that doesn't work when you're far away. Guess what? The Switch, you bring your Switch over to your friend's house. They pair with each other. Now, Nintendo has solved the problem that they have been trying to solve for fucking forever, which is they can prove that you know the person that you're adding, right? The whole reason why you haven't been able to do voice chat. The reason why it's been so difficult to like pair with a friend with these 16-digit friend codes, Nintendo has to protect children, right? Nintendo has always been kid-friendly. Yeah. They have to continue to be kid-friendly. It makes sense. And so if you, if you f- suddenly have like fucking Poop Feast 420 logging on and like sending <laughs> nudes to your kid and like swearing like it's Uno on Xbox Live, you know... It's going to go poorly, but if you force the person to take their console and pair it in person with another person's console, you bypass that problem entirely. So all of a sudden, all of these doors open for Nintendo. They get to say, hey, you just took your console over your friend's house. Not only are you taking your character along, you're taking your controller with you. All of the things that we enjoyed as kids that were only possible because 
you know, you needed a link cable to play Pokemon with your friend on your Game Boy Color, you know, or, you know, you, you had to, you know, bring your fucking uh, save cartridge over to your friend's house or bring your N64 controller over or whatever. They're bringing that back, but they're doing it along with the connectivity and all of the features that, you know, you can have in the year 2017, year 2018. So I have a really interesting thought, though. So would you agree that like traditional handheld systems like the PSP, the 3DS and stuff are fa- phasing out? Um, I think the Nintendo Switch is moving towards that form factor. But I think at the end of the day, the bigger screen has won. Right. And the reason why I know that is because every every person that I know that has children has given their kid an iPad. Every kid has an iPad these days. Nintendo's no longer competing with like Nintendo DS, PSP, Vita, whatever uh, form factor handhelds. They're competing with iPads. They're competing with Android tablets. And it turns out you could do a lot more with a big ass screen, right? People want to touch the screen. People want to interact with these games in that way. And you have the controls on the left and the right hand side, which, you know, give you the, the fine grain ability to like have very granular motor skills. Um, you can't do that with, uh, the, the traditional handheld games. And honestly, when you think about it, the form factor for those, for those game systems really wasn't all that great. You know, when you look at PSP Vita, the only reason that it's so small is to sort of make do with the technology, right? Like if you had, you know, a tiny ass screen on, you know, the, this <laughs> big ass fucking controller, nobody would want it right? Like the screen resolution has to be low because it couldn't have that sort of processing power. So you had to have a small screen. Well, you're not going to make a big ass gamepad to fit that, right? And so then you need a small ass cartridge and you need to, you know, shrink down all of your controls to fit that form factor. That's not a limitation anymore, right? So I think Nintendo is on the right track. Do I think the Switch is perfect? No. I think it's probably too thick. I think it's probably going to be kind of heavy. From what... <laughs> thick as fuck, and the the crazy part is, it isn't even really that like it's th- it's thick in terms of what you would want for a tablet, but for a console, it is not that yeah. thick at all. It's fantastically small. I think when it comes out and people have it in hand, <laughs> op- opinions of it will change dramatically. Oh Jesus Christ! That's what I describe my penis. Brand- fantastically small. <laughs> God damn it! I'm I'm thinking about what if. Microsoft just comes out with the Scorpio and it's just like an N gauge or something, and everyone's just like blown away. Oh, I it, doubt it. Blo- wait, wait, did you use N gauge and blown away in the same sentence? <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! You know you have become the professional derailer here. here oh, hey, <laughs> sorry. God damn it! But no, I don't know. I just think that's what it, I was honestly thinking though. Like, since there is no probably going to be no iteration after the Vita, there is going to be no iteration after the 3DS. Do you think it would be smart for Microsoft to be like? Oh well, fuck it. We'll make one. And well, like- Microsoft's going in the other direction. Microsoft isn't looking to compete with Nintendo because their target audience has really not been historically interested in handheld games. Right? How many people go from uh, you know playing their Xbox One to picking up a 3DS or picking up a Vita? Nobody. I mean, the, the, the audience just isn't there. Microsoft has made it very clear that they're pursuing virtual reality with the Hololens. So. Uh-huh. I would bet any amount of money that fa- uh, that uh, Microsoft's competition is Facebook with Oculus and, yeah. and the, the PSVR platform built around that. Yeah. Well, the PSVR is just a half-assed attempt to bring VR to the PlayStation. 
and it, it it's it's not a long lasting investment. Oh yeah, I don't no, think. I don't like, think it was just something in the same way that iToy was. Yeah, uh, I think um, you know uh, Valve and Facebook have made some really huge strides. I think Mozilla and Google are you know closing in with Web VR, which is coming soon. Um, VR is going to be its own console form factor. Uh, that's going to be that it's going to happen, right? Like you're going to be able to take your Oculus with you and not need, you know, a fucking gaming PC strapped to your back to play it. Um, it's it that's that's going to be sort of the next big thing for Microsoft because that's that's what their games are targeting, right? Like if you're building a AAA game, you're not going to shrink that down to a tablet. You're going to want to immerse the player in whatever way you can. So I see. Yep, that makes sense. Okay. Well, getting back on rails. How about you, Bren? Huh. Well, what that, was, that was uh, Bat's intro, what huh? It's it? 40 Sorry. minutes in. That, that's, <laughs> so that's the end of Bass's hot take. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Play the outro music. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, what games? Uh, games. I forgot. I Jesus. Overwatch. I've I? played Overwatch with you. What yeah, year is it? <laughs> Um, yeah, since AJ's gotten a new computer, we might play in Overwatch more. You were one salty son of a bitch, though. Oh, boy, do I get salty. super angry. Dude, I get bottom of the, the bag. Bottom, bottom of the pretzel bag salty. It's not even, like, bullshit plays. Like, it's genuinely good plays by the other team. And I get salty. Yeah. So salty. I hate uh, losing. What have I played? Uh, I actually haven't played Overwatch much since the uh, events. Just because, like, I kind of... I don't even know if I'd say I burnt myself out on it because I've been playing it like consistently for almost a full year. Like I've got plenty of hours into it, so it's not like I played it all one month and then never touched it again. Um, but I've definitely put in enough time, so I haven't been playing unless there's a, some big event or some exclusive. Uh, oh, I finally got around to playing Bloody Boobs. And oh, great! I heard back. <sighs> I heard you can thank Corey for this because he's the one that gave it to me. I listened back to the last episode, and we were talking about the Steam Greenlight thing, and now they're doing, it was a Steam Drive now, or they're rebranding it, which is basically just them saying, like, hey, we're not doing qualifiers anymore. If you give us enough money, we'll put your game up on Steam. Like, simple as that. Like, that's all the new Greenlight system's going to be. And, oh. which, it's not, like, no one's going to test them. The games could still be broken. And I said on the last episode... Like, oh, like, Bloody Boobs. Like, that's an actual finished game. It's not this broken piece of shit that destroys your computer yeah. when you start it up. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god, I am so wrong. I should not have said that until I actually played it. Like, um, Jesus. so I'm watching, I, well, I don't know what I'm, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing to this, to this video on, look this on up Steam now. right now. You don't this, want to. I, th- so, mm. it's so bad. This is single-handedly one of the worst experiences of my life. Not game, like, experiences. Like, that's I feel like they've worked backwards, though, right? Like, instead of making, like, a horror game and then making, like, a beach volleyball game out of it, they've made the beach volleyball game, and now they're making the horror game out of the beach volleyball game. I think this is some edgy little 13-year-old who got sick of being yelled at on his DeviantArt account. So, instead, he invested all his time <laughs> into uh, Unity and tried his hands at making a super cool, badass game, in his opinion. And it is one of the grossest abominations of any life experience I could compare it to. I would rather actually have all my fingernails pried off with bamboo shoots than to play this fucking atrocity 
ever again. It is just I don't think you mean that. I, th- I do. I think that's... I do. Um, I would rather... I'm just so oil. glad you did. I think I think he means it. it. I think he means it. Single-handedly. I'm looking at the video. I mean, my it's one so of my dark. fingernails got like, fucked up recently, and that was pretty fucking painful. I don't... Mm. I'd rather sit in a room and just staple... Put shoot staples into my hand. Just put it under staple and just smash on it every two minutes. Then please. Well, you got enough staples for that one. <laughs> I do. I went out and <laughs> bought two minutes? packs of staples. I bought two packs of staples because I thought I need a few. And I'm like, oh, there's like 50 in a pack or something. I'll buy two. I have no. 10,000 staples. You got there a lot of staples. 5,000 staples in each pack. And I don't know what to do with it. 5,000 per hand. Yeah. I would rather do that. I would rather build a cross out of staples and nail myself up onto it than play wow. this fucking Brent, game again. I'm a, it is, dude. I'm your bravery for you need a you need an on, active online connection. Do, to play You can't this do single game. player offline. You have to be online to even do the single player, and that's not. There, there's nothing even in it. It's just. <laughs> and now everyone on your Steam knows you played Bloody Boobs. Yeah, buddy of mine sent me a Snapchat like, "Hey," because he saw my little thing pop up saying that's what I'm playing. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Yeah, hey, I'm trying to bust a nut. Why don't you mind your own fucking business for once?" Um, so did you? No, it's there's literally nothing in it. Like they're like, oh, it's no. This looks like garbage for babies. It, it looks terrible. But like, like oh, it's <laughs> garbage flat. for and babies. It's like, uh, like I've played actual pornography video games that are better than this. Like, and they're just scantily clad. Like nothing happens for some reason. Some of the demons are like head crab monsters from Half Life, and the other demons are like actual just, just generic demons. But they have dicks. But nothing happens. Like, I thought this was going to be a straight-up pornography game where they're, like, getting fucked or something. No, not even that. You literally just run around this generic, you know, maze, labyrinth, whatever. Find these four statues that look like a dwarf slash penis. Worship them. And Mm. then something happens. But I don't know because the controls are so terrible, I couldn't even move the camera for the first ten minutes I played. And I wanted to gouge my eyes out. This is I'm glad you played for even ten minutes. That's amazing. I'm uncomfortable even being on the Steam page right now. I'm gonna back. <laughs> like, I got a Steam card. <laughs> Clear your browser history. Yeah, I told you you didn't want to yeah, check it God. out. I got a like trading card. I'm gonna have to build a new fucking computer. <laughs> I got a trading card from it that I sold for like forty cents, which is pretty high for those like card things. Yeah. I'm not even gonna try and get the rest of those cards. I'm throwing away three dollars right there by not getting those cards because I don't want to play this fucking game ever again. It is mm. single-handedly one of the worst. You're throwing away $2.60. It's, yeah. You made 40 cents. Yeah, back. however many. So you got. hear that, listener? If you give us a big enough donation, we'll have Bren stream bloody boobs for you. <laughs> I will shoot myself in the foot before I play this fucking game again. That will not happen. There is no amount of money that will make me play this game again. Oh, God. We'll That's have right. to make it a reality. Person. There's no amount of money. He's, I, we'll see where you're at in a couple. You give me months. like thirty bucks, and I'll probably do this again. Well, <laughs> there's no amount of money less than thirty dollars that will make me play this video game again. Yeah, I, I'm pretty. Oh, cheap. and we'd get our Twitch account banned anyway for streaming that oh, game. God, probably. Yeah. Yeah, oh God, yeah, absolutely. That's completely uh-huh. on Twitch. Um, besides that, I played an actual good game. Well, yeah, game is a loose term, but like it's like a visual novel sort of thing. Uh, Valhalla, which is a cyberpunk bartending game, what? and it's spelled like. It's spelled like V A one one H A L L A, like, and all the capitalizations all over the place. But yeah, it's pretty much just a visual novel that has multiple endings and encounters you can get with players. And depending on if you give everyone the right drinks or if you give them a specific drink, it unlocks different endings or stuff. So the website for this is waifubartending.com. dot <laughs> com. 
Is it really? Okay. Wait, I gotta check that out. Um, I mean, it it ain't wrong. It's, it is. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Fantastic. I love it more. Fe- the fr- frequently asked questions: Can I romance people? No, the waifu thing is just no. an epic prank to make people buy this game. Yeah, it literally says it. that on the homepage. Yeah, wow. It's not. It's not a dating sim. It's just like a story told from this perspective um, of this one character, and it's great. It's very enjoyable. The art style is great. The music's great. It was all done by like I'm gonna say less than ten people, maybe definitely less than twenty. Um, and it's very good. It was on itch.io and got fun. The art style looks very good. It's very yeah, good. absolutely. I will say though, if you're trying to get specific stuff, like there's six different endings, and you can get all of them at once. Like they're different like end scenarios but they're not like end all be all endings like you can get all five endings in one go um if you want to get all those you will need a guide it is super vague and doesn't tell you how to get stuff like to unlock uh three achievements you have to give certain people this one drink that they don't tell you how to make like you will have to look this stuff up and that part's kind of annoying because i don't know how they would expect you to know any of this without kind of cheating um but the characters are good uh, there's no voiceover at all. It's all written. Um, the characters are great, though. It kind of reminds me of like a great, like a lighter, I guess, Blade Runner world. Like it's a completely dystopia. Um, all the drinks are synthetic. Like there's no actual organic ingredients anymore. Um, but it's very good. I think it took me maybe like ten hours or so. Um, so I'd recommend that if you want like a good story or something. But like I said, gaming wise, there's not much choice in it like you can't really interact too much like i it's pretty hard to fuck up drinks because it gives you a recipe book the whole time um you have to pay your bills and because it's a dystopia the economy is all fucked so one month you have to pay like a hundred dollars next month you pay like 300 next month you have to pay eight thousand like it just skyrockets because something happens in the story that causes that um Hmm. so that's like the challenge of it but it's it's more of just a visual novel, but it's good. It's I highly recommend it. Nice. Uh, and that's that's all I played. That's fair. Um, I don't don't have much myself, but I do have some somewhat exciting news. I got my first platinum trophy tonight, and I'm wondering if any of you guys can guess which game it was for. I'm gonna guess. It wasn't bloody. It wasn't boost. 15, was it? No, but I'm 70 percent towards that, and I think that's definitely in a couple of months. I should be there. I don't know. There's probably there's a bunch of hidden trophies that are left. But Rocket like, League. It wasn't Rocket. Yes, League, was it? it was Rocket really? League. And the crazy thing mm. is the like I was looking at it. I'm like, it's actually not one of the harder games to platinum. But the thing is, I had already got like most of like the super rare ones and like hard to get ones, and the ones that I had not done were like, oh, just do like a practice level or something and i'm like jesus christ so i just run through those and then it was like i platinumed it so i was like well that's really cool um there's a couple like hard ones where it's like win 10 in a row uh and then there's like i don't know like drive 500 kilometers and shit but if you're just like playing like every other night that was easy that's what i mean it adds up but uh it was pretty cool that that's my first platinum and it got me interested in that's like cool. trophy hunting again but like i don't know there's that one game that'll wear off in, a, <laughs> in like 12 hours of course it's a hard game it's like oh, it's, fuck this. yeah that's all i already did honestly i don't know if matt was around when i was tro- doug you were actually around when i was trophy hunting on xbox live when i was achievo hunting uh probably i was going to fucking GameStops looking for king kong one yeah. of the launch titles for the 
for the Xbox because I was trying to goose my fucking Xbox Live gamer score. You were trying to cheese your achievement rank? Oh, God. Yeah, it, that's- like, literally, it's the worst thing. I, it's probably the it's the worst thing I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> oh yeah, do you think it's the worst? Wait a minute, I did kill that one guy. Nah, it was the worst. No, it's worst. like an offense. It's offense. An offense borderline punishable by death. It's terrible. It's okay. I don't know. I just oh, think it's, a lot of people. Avatar, probably... I was looking for Avatar: The Last Airbender, the fucking game. All right, that's more disrespectful than cheesing your score, in my opinion. Because it was bad. It was bad. I never found it. By good, the way, good. I find it interesting that it's only like, what was it? Less than 5% of people who play Rocket League Platinum it. So I'm like, well, that's cool. But then there, I got back interested in uh, the game Entwined, the rhythm game where you just, it's a twin stick and you control to a bird that's and a fish. Good. Very good. But the challenge mode is like, I swear to God, like you have to be like so on point. It's so impossible that you only get three lives. Uh, and yeah, it just throws some really intense rhythm shit at you. And I still have two levels to unlock in that. And once I unlock both of those levels, I will get a trophy. And then there's only one more trophy and then I'll have platinumed it. So I'm really, uh, it's frustrating. That game is a lot of fun. But the thing is, by the way, if anyone's interested in that, that game's very good. Very good, but you're probably not going to platinum it. Neither am I because I saw like only 0.4% of players get the platinum. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. Mm. Cause you guys made it in fucking possible. Well, dude, like the normal, the normal shits, like the last like two levels are kind of hard. Like the difficulty starts like ramping up towards the end of the game. But like, dude, challenge even takes that to another level. I promise. Yeah, I don't. I played it I played it through once and I enjoyed it thoroughly and I was like, you know what? Feel like I'm not gonna get much more out of this, but I definitely am glad I took the time to play through that game. Yeah, no, a regular playthrough of that game is very calming and fun and like ach- easily achievable, but then when you move into challenge mode, it's like, okay, now there's shitloads of stress and you're gonna hate this game and it's frustrating as fuck, but like I really I, I love the game, but uh challenge mode is too hard. They should have made it a little like more feasible but that's just a minor complaint and also i'd need to get good apparently yeah it's i mean like it was just to say it was a very simple but beautiful story and it, like i don't know like that was enough for me like yeah. that that satisfied me enough so. and if you did something special i forget exactly what but you can like turn into like this transformed dragon at the end of it and like when you'd fly around and stuff it was just a beautiful experience entwined very fun game um, but yeah, Platinum Rocket League, that's really all I've been... Oh, and I've been playing a shitload of Path of the Sky. Honestly, every time I've streamed lately, it's just been lots of Path of the Sky. My uh, strategy is to just always... There's like this one area where you can meet this like un- like this drowned sailor lady, and she gives you the options of like two treasures. And it's usually like a bird or like some other thing. And like I, I try to get the bird Bowie. I've mentioned him in the past, and like Bren made some kind of David Bowie joke. But, uh, and it's basically a bird with a bow and arrow and he like shoots for you. And then, I don't know, it's just, there's also like an item called the bird flute. So like if you shoot certain like objects, they'll turn into birds and like you can have like a little mini army going with you. I love when that happens, but that's only on certain playthroughs because it's like a really ridiculous roguelike, but I love that game and always good to go back to that. Huh. Word. Well, all right. That's the games we've been playing. I was going to say, do you guys want to play a game of uh, <laughs> fifty minutes in? That's yeah, the game. Yeah. Well, I mean, like stumpers. I like we're I'm supposed to be primarily like a games podcast. No, so, no, like, it's fine. It's it just would make funny. sense that we talk about games the entire time. No, it's just very funny. Yeah. 
I, we did not talk about games the entire we time. We talked about let's, consoles, let's be very and there was a lot of like lewd reference, and I mean, like, obviously, it was just a classic episode of ABTS. Well, that's what I mean. We got to wrap classic. up with a conversation game. We have options. Uh, we could do stumpers. We could do game or no game. We could do I was the walrus. What's everyone feeling? Um, AJ, what are you feeling like? I've never d- uh, well, <laughs> I've never done stumpers before. What's stumpers like? <laughs> My brother, my brother. It's ba- yeah, it's basically that. Yeah. <laughs> we take questions from Cora. Let's do it. Let's do All it. Right. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. You want to do some stumpers? Yeah, I want to try stumpers out. <laughs> okay. Play the intro music. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna find some stumpers real quick. Oh god, I'm such a dirty Wendy's boy today. The fuck? (laughs) Where did that come from? I'm like drinking, drinking my, drinking my large soda from Wendy's. Dude, a large dude. That's the thing about Wendy's. I, I, we have this side tangent here. When you get a small drink, it's like enormous, and I love that about them. I can't even imagine a large. <laughs> I don't know if that's. Like, oh, the large is uh It's basically a popcorn bucket you get from the movies. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's like a fucking gallon. <laughs> that's the thing. I don't know if it's different between like each like restaurant or stuff, but like New York, they got the soda tax, and I don't know if that's just in the city or if that's the whole state. But when I lived up there for a bit, yeah, I'd get a medium drink, and it's like half a gallon. I'm like, the fuck? Like, what's a large if this is what a medium is? Like, no wonder everyone's so fat in America. Because I don't drink. I try not to drink. So, God, I've drank so much soda since I've been out here. Okay. Here, here, comes, here comes our first one, guys. You ready for this? Indeed. This one comes to us from the Quora topic, Tim Hortons. Great. I love that <laughs> that's a topic. I love that that is the topic. What's with men saying they've been sitting in Tim Hortons all night, then McDonald's till 10 a.m. the next day? <laughs> <laughs> next day. Next day. Next day. What is with that? I don't understand why someone would, <laughs> A, uh, sleep over at Tim Hortons and then somehow end up at McDonald's. <laughs> Honey, where are you going? Is Tim I'm Hortons just... open all night? Uh, some are. Some are? Honey, where are you going? Oh, mom, I'm just going over to my buddy Tim's house. We're going to have a sleepover. <laughs> Maybe he's just like a trash person like party. me. And just like exists at fast food restaurants I th- exclusively. I think this question asker is actually talking to a primar- primarily a number of homeless people and is unaware of that. It's like, hey, what do you do all day? I mostly hang out at Tim Norton, uh, Tim Hortons all night and then I go to McDonald's. Tim Norton's? It's like, well, what do you do the rest of the time? Like, where do you go for work? It's like, I don't have a job. I'm homeless. Oh my god, I just parsed out, like, I just, I just figured out, like, what's, alright, what, so what if it's, uh, someone, um, like a, a fucking misconnection or something, like, uh, someone's, uh, waiting for their partner, or, like, trying to get in a relationship with someone, and they, that person just keeps fucking telling them they're at Tim Hortons all night, and then McDonald's till 10am the next day. <laughs> like, always, like, it doesn't, like, every time, every time this woman tries to, like, uh, I had to like get with a guy. He's always at Tim Hortons all night. Then McDonald's till ten a.m. the next day. 
Maybe he's like a like a detective, like a true detective, where like they, they have to go out to the bars every night and like get drunk before they go home to their family and abuse their wives. Maybe but there's no bars in Canada. Tim, there's no bars in Canada. Yeah, so the, Tim Hortons. No, they're just really nice about it in Canada, right? Like they they go out to a Tim Hortons, they get some poutine, and they say, "Ah, fuck this place," and they go over to McDonald's, um, <laughs> and they stay there just till 10 a.m. the next day. Or maybe next it's just some day. sort of like fucking issue with the men in Canada that they're just like. <laughs> constantly at tim hortons all the time and then mcdonald's till 10 a.m the next day what if the question asker is talking about like uh androids or something and they're stuck on like a loop and they don't even realize it (laughs) (laughs) i I like all the absurd outlandish scenarios we've created and then doug just comes with like hey what if someone has perfected androids and has subtly slipped them into our society without anyone noticing what if synths actually exist and we're in Fallout 4? <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Oh, God. I mean, uh, I would say it's impossible, but I have no proof that it is. I've been listening to too much of Brand's <laughs> Conspiracy Theory Corner. Play the jingle! <laughs> I love that jingle. God, I almost, I almost like <laughs> fell out of my seat when I heard that fucking theme song. <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. Oh, I'm so happy. <sighs> okay, here, here comes, here comes another one. This, <laughs> this one comes to us from uh, another fast food related topic. Taco Bell on Quora asked by, uh, <laughs> asked by an anonymous user. What happens if you use Taco Bell hot sauce on a Del Taco taco, or vice versa? The universe implodes. The universe implodes. Oh, fuck, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like touching antimatter. It just rips apart the fabrics of all society and the existence that we know. Yeah, it's like a dark matter particle touching, like, the inside of the container and, like, fucking angels and demons. Just imagine the taco coming, like, alive and being sentient and slaps your hand. It's like, "Uh uh-uh, I ain't a Del Taco bitch. The fuck you think you're doing? For some reason, all this all these tacos are very sassy. Wait, very what, sassy. what if they're saucy? What they're if what sassy. happens is that the Del Taco just soda, turns though. into a Taco Bell taco? Oh man, it's alchemy. <laughs> like they have it's transmog, like they have like chan- transmogrification properties or whatever in the sauce. Hey, honey, I picked up some Wendy's for dinner. Oh, great. Let me let me put this Chick Fil A sauce on the burger real quick. No, honey, don't. <laughs> it turns into a Chick Fil A sandwich. <laughs> And then that fucking cow comes walking out like, eat more chicken. <laughs> B- bitch, I told you, eat more chicken. He's like a gangly, threatening people. I don't know. Um, oh, the one good thing about Taco Bell is that they have Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Like, I remember earlier or last thing? year, there was Baja Blast versus Pitch Black. Yes, because Pitch, Pitch Black, Black won, won, and I was devastated. You better believe and, it, like, son. Represent. Uh, no, dude. Baja Blast is where it's at. Now you can, at least you can here's the thing. The issue Bell. is that you can always get Baja Blast at a Taco Bell location. You can never get p- fucking Pitch Black anywhere. That's why. Am I missing uh, something as That's far as like? What, what did it win? What, what did it win? There was, was a vote. Contest. It was a, like a oh, vote between a vote. Uh, garbage people that drink Mountain Dew. Oh, okay, the Mountain people. And if I you will. felt the need to even vote. It was that the important deuce, to the me. Deucers. The Deucers all spoke, and they rang out in a Gregorian chorus that Pitch Black was the victor. Whoa, imagine Mountain Dew-flavored Doritos. <laughs> that's a, no, seen. that's a thing in Japan, yeah. I what? think. Japan I was totally kidding. This. Oh, wow. God damn it. 
Yeah, Japan Japan is fucking crazy with that shit. Uh, they they also have a new flavor of Mountain Dew that they sell at Taco Bell. It's called the Sangria Blast, Ooh. and it's uh, mm. it's like a red sort of like berry, like cherry sort of thing going on. It's like a dark dark red. I th- I'm almost positive it's made it's made from like the the blood of Taco Bell's enemies. Is it actual sangria? Like, is it alcoholic? No. No, I wish amazing. though. Holy shit, that would make the Taco that Bell taste better. They already have code red. Like, I'm surprised they're doing an offshoot red version. It's not. It, it tastes nothing like code red. It tastes nothing like code red. It's like tropical fruits and stuff. And yeah, sang- sangria is it's um, good. Here comes another one. Actually, I'll give you guys a choice. Yeah, let's just. Hey, are we going to continue doing like uh, like fast food ones? Well, that's or? what I was just about to ask you guys. I have one more fast food one here, and I also have another one that we could do um, in addition to other ones. <laughs> if sure. you guys don't want to do another fast food, we can make this a fast food uh, grand slam. I feel like that's like 90% of we our episodes. We can make this a fast food <laughs> hands over my hammy. Or no, was it? Eggs over my hammy. Well, here, here we go. Here fucking comes, guys. Let's just, <laughs> let's just get them all out, out of this. Yeah, system. don't ask us. This one comes from the topic Buffalo Wild Wings Company. Great. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever and, been inside one. And the question is: Can Buffalo Wild Wings hot wings kill you? <laughs> if you swallow them sideways with the bones, absolutely <laughs> they can. Can Buffalo Wild Wings hot wings hold a gun? Can they take? Can they gun down your family in front of your eyes and turn you into a? Buffalo Wild Wings Batman. Is that possible? Can, Can they? they? Maybe. They Has might. anyone ever gone into a Will Buffalo they? Wild Wings and gotten held up by the hot wings? Probably not. Has anyone gone to a Buffalo Wild Wings and it's like, this is oh it. Oh my god. This is the day that I die. Let's do and this. then you see like a getaway dri- uh, getaway van and the driver's celery. It's, it's just some it's just some blue cheese dressing in a little plastic cup <laughs> just sitting yes. in the driver's seat. I imagine, I imagine the cup of blue cheese is in the bag and it's bleeding out. It was shot in like the like crossfire. <laughs> I was like, I can't hold it in. Um, I mean, technically anything can kill you if you shove it into your body forcefully enough. Like, or if like it's poisoned. Yeah. What po- it, can well, it be no, so hot? Can kill you. Can it be so uh, hot that it kills you? Well, that's what I mean. What if you took a poo so bad that it's just like your life is over? <laughs> and it was like the Wait. wild wings was <laughs> the wild wings was the catalyst. The way you the way you phrased that made it sound like the poo didn't kill you, but the fact that you pooed like like of embarrassment, like my life is over, I'm done, I, I can't face my family anymore after that poo. My Shut life is down. over. <laughs> yep. I've, I've pooped my last poop. That's it. This is it. This is it. This is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. All right, so wait, Doug, you said catalyst, like the wings, the sauce on the wings it hits your stomach and it activates a sleeper cell that's inside <laughs> of you that's going to murder you from the inside out. <laughs> what, if, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what if that, what if that sleeper cell was the Taco Bell that, the Taco Bell taco that you put oh, Del Taco shit. sauce on? They're they're working together. Um, I think the answer is a re- resounding yes, though. They can kill you <laughs> if you try hard enough and you okay, put your great. heart into it. They can kill you. I, I'm I'm really torn on what the next question should be. I have so many good questions. I had a degree of respect for Cora before we started this like game, and that is like all gone. Like I thought yeah, they at least I, filtered the questions a bit. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna bring up a question that I think. Only Andrew can answer because because oh. of your expertise with uh, TSK. 
So this one comes to us from the question, Mountain View, California, which is a, a city that I used to live in. The topic is not correct. <laughs> the question is, is there really a place in Chinese mountains where you can be Shaolin? <laughs> um, Wait, did they do Mountain View CA because they thought CA was China? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when you go to select the topic, it shows a thumbnail and it's a picture of like the Mountain View City Hall. <laughs> <laughs> or are they trying to be Chinese Shaolin monks in California? I, I, they listen. There might be there might be Chinese monks. In, I'm, in fact, I'm sure there are. So fucking stupid. What, what monastery did you train at, fellow monk? Oh, I trained in South, South California. <laughs> oh God. Um, is there really a place in Chinese mountains where you can be Shaolin? <laughs> Where you be Shaolin? Like I think we broke Andrew. <laughs> yeah, that, I also think. Uh, is there a place? The real question is: Is there a place in the Chinese mountains where you can't? Oh, this is true. Is there really? Are there any mountains where you can't be Shaolin? Yeah, that's actually the secret. All mountains contain some sort of monastery that can teach you to be Shaolin. Yeah. It's hmm. so that everyone can effectively have their own vision quest. <laughs> Every mountain. If you climb Every to the mountain. top of any mountain, go to your nearest mountain. mountain, climb to the top, and you can be Shaolin there. There will be in a- some cases even small foothills. <laughs> if you're if you're in the middle of the country, like one of those flyover states where they don't have any mountains larger than like eight feet, if you get to the top of those eight feet, there's going to be a Shaolin temple up there. Yeah. <laughs> That's not vis. That's strangely not visible from the ground. From like, at the yeah, bottom. you can't see it from. Like you look up level. and you can't see it. You get up there and it just appears. Whoa! Yeah, the way the the way the sun shines, there's like a there's like a weird there's a, a glare and you can't see the huge Shaolin temple perched upon this eight foot tall hill. Hey, Mitch, look over there. That's a funny looking bird. I'm gonna go chase it. Whoa! Look at the fucking temple. You run smack dab into a three thousand year old Chinese temple <laughs> in in the middle no of chances. Oklahoma. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh some people actually do want to be Krillin. Not everyone does, but some people want to be Krillin. Oh, I do. Except he dies too much. He has the destructive disc, which is like arguably one of the strongest moves in the entire universe, and he just is he's a so cool. Bitch. Oh, he's so cool. Fuck off. He's the man. I love him. He's the one who ends up with Android eighteen. <laughs> God. Oh, God. We all know who wears the pants in that relationship. Oh, true. <laughs> and he names his daughter after his ex girlfriend. In my opinion, that's uh, a dick move. That's a dick yeah, move. Yeah, that's Krillin. pretty bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Oh, all right, guys. Doing? Let's. let's... <laughs> yeah. I think. I think we've we've substantially uh, over answered that question. Um. Well, and we've added at least ten years of of laugh life to uh to most of our lives. We gave that question at way too much mine. attention than it deserves. Let's let's do one more and and then we can read off uh, a last one. Here, this one comes to us from the topic plastic surgery. Ooh, and the question is, can you get plastic surgery to get abilities of animals? <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> Imagine getting frog legs. <laughs> that would be so cool. Oh fuck! Holy <laughs> shit! Like, 
I'm going to hunt this person down to make sure they're not eight years old. Because anyone asking that question beyond that age is irrehensible. Like, that is just undeniably stupid. I don't care what place you're homeschooled at. There's no reason for anyone to have that thought above the age of eight. Holy shit. So wait, well, who was was plastic surgery asked the question? No, it's in the topic plastic surgery. Who asked the question? Uh, it doesn't say. It doesn't tell you. All right. So oh like, my God, I have a feeling like if we we're on the website, like maybe you scroll over follower, it just says Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> Do the chickens have large talons? <laughs> oh my God, this is. For anyone- it's pretty much my favorite animal. It's a lion and a tiger mixed together. Well, like, <laughs> imagine if we, if that if plastic surgery could give us the abilities. Which ones would you be interested well, in? This is pretty much just splicing from Batman Beyond, where they just had a like a hair a random needle and they just inject it, it didn't to themselves, go great. and then they just get like cat eyes or like dog ears, and then one guy overdoses, become this gross chimera snake thing. Would you sacrifice uh, your uh, arms arms for wings? No. Nah. I've actually Next found question. an amazing subreddit that does the opposite. It's birds with arms. It, get, it photoshops the arms on the birds. <laughs> I don't know why, but it is the funniest thing of my life. Like, I laugh cool. at it every time. It is a, it's just like a parrot just jacked as all hell with like John Cena arms. Like, pose. It's so hilarious. You, you guys know there's that woman that got pla- plastic surgery to look like a cat. She got like her cheeks all puffed up and like her eyes all like, oh, weird. Yes. And, it's oh, disgusting. there's a few people like that. Do you think she she like sleeps for like twenty hours a day and like no like scratches on furniture and stuff? Unless she takes medication to make it so that she's always sleepy. She's just like, or her like her pet parent is constantly giving her Tylenol PM. <laughs> <laughs> just slowly, just drawing. like yeah, it puts it in her food bowl. She like goes out to her- dinner and she just like pushes a plate off the table. Just like meow, I'm a cat. God damn it, Samantha. <laughs> when they when they when they feed her, they they put it in her food bowl. They hide it in her. They hide the medication in her, uh, in her her whatever the fuck cats eat her soft food. They wrap it up in a piece of cheese. But she knows. She knows every time. Oh my god! There's a guy who's uh, who actually did like a bunch of surgery to look like a tiger, and I can't find a solid picture of him. Um, I sent you guys a picture of a guy who did it to be a lizard. He split his tongue down the center. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that guy too. There's a bunch of people who do was that a, a bifurcated shit. tongue. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's there's the tiger. Well, see, the thing is, he doesn't really look like a tiger, does he? Well, he's got um, he's like got long nails. Whiskers. He's got no, the he more puffy lo- he face. looks like a, well, he's got whiskers. He looks like a fucking uh, ancient Chinese mask. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's well, a great if you notice description. The bumps on his upper lip are actually like appendages, and he can oh, yeah. put in whiskers there. So I don't think he has them in in this picture, but he can add whiskers so it looks more. And yeah, he's got- hey, I'm mad uncomfortable now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't get the abilities of animals from plastic surgery, but you can get the physical attributes. Like you can look like one for damn sure, but not the good ones. Like a gross abomination of one. Yeah, you look like a Chinese mask. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fuck it. Here, 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 here comes the here comes the last. Just I'm just gonna read this yeah, one off for you guys before we wrap things up. This. this this is gonna be this is gonna be our last one. This one comes from the topic Pound. unhealthy food. And the the question is, is Dr. Pepper unhealthy? <laughs> no. Thanks. It is. It has to be. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening, no, folks. No. Thanks. That's, that no. was Stumpers.
can't be. It has doctor in the name. That means it's medical. It asked in the topic unhealthy foods. No, no, less. <laughs> Jesus. If Christ. it's unhealthy, my life, my entire life is a lie. Well, the thing is, I don't know. I used to work at a baseball stadium, and you'd have to like. Well, I would specifically have to use a hose and spray down the bleachers after everyone left, and so much soda would be spilled on the bleachers, and in the hot sun, it would just turn into this black tar. And I'm like, oh my god, Ew, I can't fuck. imagine that. That's good for us. But anyway, it's thanks not. for listening, listener. Uh, that yeah, that was an interesting episode uh let's do some plugs though um bren where can listeners find you uh you can follow me at abts brendan on twitter where you can follow my slow transition into a panda person where i will be having panda fur surgically <laughs> fused onto Jesus my face Christ. and i'm just going to gain like five thousand pounds by eating on nothing but bamboo fair enough uh how about you aj <laughs> uh i'm forgetful on twitter um and I'm already I'm already Roadhog from Overwatch, so that's <laughs> all right. Nice. I don't need any transformative surgeries. There we go. You're the one with the fucking bullshit transdimensional hook. Yep, and that's me. How about you, Matt? You can find me on Twitter at Matt Bassa, M A T T B A S T A. Um, or if you're looking to start your own podcast, you can sign up for Pinecast. That's P I N E C A S T dot com. Uh, check it out, and if you like it, you can sign up. Uh, no credit card required, free forever, and when you're ready to upgrade, um, you can use the coupon code Dr. Pepper. that's Dr. Hyphen Pepper, for 40% <laughs> off your first three months <laughs> on any plan. To make up for all the bad decisions you made for drinking that terrible beverage. Um, <laughs> but thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you like our show, please give us a follow or like on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle's ABT Silence. I try to Twitch stream over at twitch.tv slash abtsilence every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're around, come hang out and chat and say what's up. Um, and yeah, leave us a review on iTunes if you get a chance. And if you're not subscribed, really, please, uh, we'd really appreciate it if you give us a subscribe. And tell some friends, because yeah, we're starting to get some word of mouth going on. I, I was looking at our analytics the other day, and I'm like, wow, it's pretty cool how across the U.S. we have a decent little amount of people listening to us so if you could tell your friends and help us grow that'd be awesome but we will be back will next be week flabbergasted if you listen to this episode and you aren't subscribed oh gosh well hey you never know it could have been a first time listener and maybe they're still with us but they probably i hope not. this up. was a bad first episode oh sure all of our episodes are bad first episodes it just doesn't happen that's true <laughs> but uh there's no magic in this room we'll be back next week thanks for listening See ya. love you Miss you. Love you guys. Bye.